For 75 years, Ray's Restaurant in Bridgeport has been serving quality meals from their family to yours. You know, back in the day when I worked at the Pizza House, John Land told me one time that nobody could cut a tomato better than Ralph Gray. Said he used every single part of the tomato and wasted nothing. So I would assume that they're still cutting tomatoes pretty darn good at Gray's. And and also, you know, they cut their hand-cut steaks and they've got fantastic catfish dinners and tenderloins and, as Gary and Chip and Dave will attest, fantastic cheeseburgers that we have taken part in many, many times. As Steve Anderson says it on the trading post back in the day on WAKO, 618-945-9501, Let the Gray family cook for your family today. Since 2002, People State Bank has supported Lawrence County and served their financial needs in four different locations. Bridgeport, Sumner, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville. Stacy Moore, our fellow Saluki and his staff are so happy to help you. And, and just like they help youth sports and 4-H events, they've sponsored Pack the Place. And, well, now they're helping out with this podcast, and we truly appreciate their sponsorship. All kind of financial needs. Whatever you need, just go see the folks at People State Bank. Again, it's in Bridgeport, Sumner, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville. For all your financial needs, go see People State Bank. When you're looking for insurance, we hope that you would call the Andrews Insurance Agency at 542 Main Street in Bridgeport. Terry Andrews and Justin Shear are your independent agents and they're your professionals for all of your farm, commercial, and personal insurance needs. And they've been strong supporters of Red Hill Athletics for decades. So if you're brought down by a pack of dogs, get off your seats and on your feet and see T-Bone or Juice and give them a call at 618-945-2881 at the Andrews Insurance Agency. You know, we hear all the time about Detroit-style pizza, Chicago, New York. Well, there's nothing better than Bridgeport-style pizza, and the place to get that is Tyler Griffin's Pizza House right there across from the football field in Bridgeport. They're open Tuesday through Sunday, 4 to 9. You can pick up a pizza or have one delivered right to your door for your convenience, especially when it's this cold outside. And this month, you are in for a treat. You know, their employees pick a specialty pizza of the month every every month. And this time, it is the Western Barbecue Pizza. Now, listen to this. It's got barbecue sauce, hamburger, onions, cheese, gourmet onion rings on top. Stop the presses. you got to call 945-3663 and try one of these babies out. Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast. 
of course, with the same cast of characters that put all this together, Mr. Gary Emmons. Hello, everybody. How are you, my man? Mr. David King. How's everybody doing? And executive producer of this fine broadcast, Mr. Chip Jamerson. It's been 15 days since we recorded. I'm excited to do, do another one here. This is, a, this is going to be a good one, and our topic for tonight, I don't think we've teased this, have we? We done no, no we, teases. Well, here's kind of give you a little little teaser. Turns out gym class will determine how society views us for the rest of our lives. People really think that? Of course. Don't you realize gym is the most important class there is? Well, I know that. It's just when the English department doesn't invite you out for bowling night, it really gets in your head. You hold the power, coach. Whatever you choose here today could change the course of our whole lives. Let's do it. Tomorrow you'll be the team captain and you can choose all your nerd friends first. So whether you're choosing your nerd friends or, or the best athletes in the class, uh, we're going to take, take you back to uh, PE classes today and all the fun that ensued, Chip. This is an episode for everyone. All of our listeners had... PE class or Reese and we're going to cover recesses also because that used to cover some of the PE when we didn't have PE class in elementary school we had lots of recesses so we're going to cover recess and PE so I think we'll have something for everyone we span from the early 70s to 1993 so we got 20 some years of recess and PE experience we're going to share uh, some of our memories and and so forth. Yeah, we've had this discussed on the Facebook page. I remember seeing. Um, I think Brett Lynn kind of said, "Hey, I'd like to I'd like to hear you guys discuss uh, the PE classes." So, so we're we're happy to do that. But first, let's take a little trip back to our last show. I think what we put up three shows in January, and I guess this will drop be our first one for February. But uh, had a had a kind of a bonus show because one of them went so long uh, in January. But the Susan Wright episode. Um, you know, we say this, we get good feedback on all of them. This was good feedback, a lot of good feedback, and from little different people chiming in on uh, on what they thought about that. What was your guys' thoughts? I thought it went great. I, I learned a lot about her. A name that, again, I wasn't that familiar with in high school, so it was very interesting for me just to, you know, just to learn about what a great career she had. Yeah, I don't think in like Red Hill War she really ever got that much credit. So hopefully this show really uh, brought a lot of people to Susan that hadn't heard of her before and the prolific career she had and uh, you know just an amazing an adult too. So, I mean, yeah, I hope everyone got to learn a lot more about Susan Wright that, that knew about her before. Yeah, I had a lot of fun recording the episode. Uh, she was great to talk to, great to interview, and just a lot of great feedback from a lot of people we hadn't heard from right, in yeah. the comment section, a lot of new listeners and, and the numbers look great on that. episode. we had a lot of people listen to that episode. So yeah, glad we did it. Yeah. I have a feeling that we had some people, I noticed, um, some, we, I can kind of look and see where people listen. And I think a lot of people that maybe didn't go to red Hill, um, that are friends of Susan's in Nashville or around there listening to that episode and, and uh, so pretty cool. And I, I thought it was a neat story to tie into the Mandy Cunningham episode about how Steve sent her uh, or they, they sent the roses um, when Steve sent it to Susan for breaking his record. And then she sent roses to Mandy, you know, when Mandy broke oh, Susan's great. record. Love I thought that, that was a really, really cool Red Hill story. Um, so, well, you know what we always do after we have an episode, we decide 
who came out victorious of said episode. And, of course, the rule, just like in the Richard Dixon one that we had, Susan Wright, is too easy, so we can't choose that. But we're going to ask the question, who won the Susan Wright episode? And the winner is... Well, who wants to go first on their victorious manner of the Susan Wright podcast? I'll go ahead. I, I'm going to give the victory who won the podcast to the, to the men of the class of 80 from their younger years before, before 1980, how on the playgrounds of unit 10, whether that be at seed school at the junior high um, guys like Terry McAdow, Joe Kurtz, Brian Zellers, those guys from the class of 80 that um, just, I mean, never hesitated to allow her to play in their games back when it wasn't maybe as accepted. Uh, they just always treat her like um, just one of the guys, I guess, guess to say. So I'm giving it to the, the, the men of the class of 1980. Yeah, that, that's a good one. And, and uh, I, yeah, I think I mentioned it in the podcast. That was one of the questions that I had written down was, you know, obviously there were some school board members that weren't totally for girl sports getting started as, as it, you know, Title IX came into effect, and one of my questions was, "How was the guys in the class?" And and she she answered that, you know, for sure, and and threw out a little love for Terry McAdow's beard, which we always like yeah. here on the uh, on the old school podcast. And, and I'll give one more mention. I bl- believe one of the Dunahy, um, I was he was in the class of eighty. Is it Doug or Dave or yeah? I don't have that in front of me, but yeah, gotta give him credit because I know he he was yeah. in those uh, pickup games. David King, who won the episode? Um, I'm going to give my award to uh, Kara Harvey. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, oh, good. Good, one. <laughs> good one. Her <laughs> of the uh, her of the vicious screens. Um, well, I think I think one of the quote was, "If you were screened, you were screened for days." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she was very complimentary on. She had a lot of help getting open for sure. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's who I'm giving it to. Got to got to have those uh, got to have those support players to. Uh, set up the stars for success that's right gary everybody knew the role who got your victory i'm gonna go with i think our first two-time winner oh wow mr anthony sazemski is gonna be again holy cow (laughs) that guy needs his own podcast (laughs) he does he's gonna get mentioned today i know too (laughs) susan uh susan was very complimentary yeah he challenged her during uh when he'd be playing uh, basketball at lunch there in sumner and uh, he challenged her and kind of just uh motivated her to, to be all she could be. So I'm going with Mr. C. That's a good one. Like I say, drink if you if you've got he needs his own podcast because uh, Mr. C is he's on a pretty good roll. He's right up there he with is. Darby, Terry McAdow's beard now. I mean he's he's and Mr. Tugall. And yeah. Mr. Tugall, that's right. He's making and actually uh, he's got moment, more momentum right now than Darby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, who's hot, who's not? I really think Darby's fame's starting to slip as McAdow's beard goes up. As yeah, we need to do goes up. podcast yeah. soon. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to give my Who Won the Episode Award, and it's kind of a tie-in to this episode, and I'm going to give it to Twyla Thorne for being there in the in the early days and stepping up and, and taking over that program um, and, and 
listen, started from scratch and had some success pretty quickly and then uh, then turned it over to uh, – who was it, Chip, that followed Twyla as the coach? It was uh, Mr. Paul Tugall. <laughs> the the groundbreaker He's, himself. Yes. So uh, I'm going to give my award to Twyla Thorne, and she is going to take us right into the PE episode. But first, we will take a break, and uh, we will hear from our great sponsors – Hey, do us a favor. If you're enjoying the Old School Red Hill Podcast, let our sponsors know that you heard about them right here. Gray's Restaurant, Andrew's Insurance Agency, People State Bank, and of course, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. We appreciate their sponsorship, and we hope that you'll let them know that you heard about them right here on the Old School Red Hill Podcast. Well, Livy Newton-Jod said, let's get physical. And that's what we're going to talk about, physical education. Let's start at the beginning, back in, uh, for most of us. Dave, you've got a little bit of different uh, perspective out at Washington, but let's talk about seed school first. You know, something that I always remember, you know, obviously we didn't have physical education class in elementary school at Unit 10, but, you know, one of the things that I first remember about seed school was the amount of recess that we had and it's really kind of a I think recesses were maybe at 10 and then there was one at lunch and I think maybe 230 to 3 was our last one 30 minutes a a piece and when we talked briefly about seed school lunches you had to get bussed over to another school at the grade school to eat lunch so I'm not sure how long that lunch hour was but they gave us plenty of free time throughout the day at uh, seed school for sure to to burn off some of that energy I remember one time your dad Chip and I don't know why he I don't know how this came up, but I remember him telling us one time that the third one at one or two or two thirty, whatever, two o'clock, that was actually PE. <laughs> I don't know where. Okay, I, ne- I never knew that. I, I just remember I, him saying that. I don't know. Yeah, because I researched like when PE started being required in Illinois, like nineteen fifty seven. So I know I never had it till fifth grade, but you could get waivers. So I guess that was part of we would always get a waiver every year saying that we would do a recess in place of that or something like that. I uh, guess. Okay. All right. I'm, that's just my guess on that. Dave, were you kind of the same way out at Washington? Did you have three? Yeah, I was trying to remember. I we had definitely ten o'clock, noon, two. Yeah, it was, I I was trying to remember whether it was two or two thirty. I can't remember, but half hour the, the morning and afternoon were definitely half hours i was thinking since we didn't have the bus i was thinking our noon recess was maybe 45 minutes okay all right but so you know some, somewhere around there it seems like it was a little bit longer yeah you know i can see school you had uh both on the north and south side of the school you had the playground equipment and i think it may be rotated by day who got it uh, you know so we weren't so the first and second graders weren't necessarily cohabitating with the third and fourth graders but i don't know if that, that i can't remember if we swapped but the i definitely we we definitely swapped but the first and second graders had the uh the west side and then the third and fourth graders had the east side of seed school for for the playground i don't i'm trying to think i think it was just a free-for-all washington i don't think oh, i'm sure cl- small small country school is i that. don't i don't think the classes were split up at all i think everybody was out there kickball the yeah, order just, of the day most of the time Kickball was big. Um, basketball was basketball was big too. Um, I'd say kickball was probably the number one, our number one team sport. Yeah, Gary got me thinking on that. That's why I paused for a little while after he was saying that. And 
Yeah, I can't remember how the north and the south side was uh, divvied up. I never, I mean, I'm sure I thought of it at the time if we, I'm trying to like picture being a second grader and being a fourth grader on both of those uh, yeah, I'm, playgrounds. I'm, I, I can't remember. I'm positive the older kids were on the, um, be on the east side. Yeah, the east and west I've got. Oh, okay. It's the okay. playground equipment on the north and oh, south. Oh, I got you. Okay, I'm sorry. Seeing if we had to divvy that, divvy that up. But. Yeah, I feel like there was a rotation, but I could be wrong. I mean, one of the stories that I definitely remember from uh, when I was in your first or second grade, Chip's going to remember this, I'm sure, it was the, the famous Johnny Smith swing accident. Do you remember that one at all, Chip? Yeah, I remember him, like, laying with, like, a blanket over him. Like, oh, my. Blanket over him, laying on the, yeah. Well, the story was is that... It, he was going so high on the swings that he almost did a whole complete revolution. Yes, yes. Yeah. What? Still, when I the ambulance was called, I believe when I go like, to the thing. playground, still with my daughter, um, that's always a fear of mine that I would actually flip yeah. over that bar. Yeah, I saw Doug Stevenson break his arms. Doug's been mentioned on the podcast a few times. Um, I saw him break at least one arm. Um, on those same swings, uh, we're talking this. Yeah, there's the, the, only only one side had a swing set, right? So um, on the the north side of the school, so yeah. the side by Rob, by Robert Hale's house. If I got my north and south south correct, yep. but um, yeah. So um, yeah, I saw Doug Stevenson in third grade break his arm on those swings. So they were they were dangerous. I could tell you um, the first time that I ever got to go home during school hours that I can think of and and uh, we now I think it ended up being paved so that area on by Robert Hale's house yeah. did that end up being paved all the way back to the other side of the school I think yeah, so I'm pretty sure it was, it was paved when when Doug and Johnny had yeah. their um, okay well it wasn't at one time so yeah if you picture leaving Church Street and heading toward the school. Second base was over by Church Street playing kickball, and third base was on that kind of corner where the where the asphalt ended, and then you went over there to where the the swings and stuff were. So I come around round and third as hard as I can as hard as I could go, and slipped and literally just wiped out in solid mud and with mud head to toe. And they let me run home and yeah. and get changed and stuff. Yeah. But what I well, think a couple of other things with seed school that I we played a lot of hot box or pickle. I'm not sure what kids call it now, but we played tons of hot box. Played yep. tons of like a tennis ball where like you stood up on the that of course would be on the uh, the west side of the school where you stood up against the wall. And we always drew a square and played lots of that. And I say tons of kickball. Kickball was one of the only two times in my school career I got sent to the principal, and then one of them was to go see Mr. Jamerson when I was in think fourth grade for sure and. Something happened between me and Joe Broussard. I know I kicked him, um, literally kicked him, and I know I got sent to the principal for that one during a vicious game of kickball. So I know that definitely happened for sure. What was the game? What was the other game you mentioned, Gary? Just slipped my mind. Besides like, hot box, and what were you saying? You you guys played? You just mentioned it like thirty seconds like, ago. Tennis, like, well, tennis ball. Tennis ball. Okay, yeah. Baseball, but yeah, yeah. Okay, because we played a, a game. Of, I think it ended up getting banned. It may have been banned by the time you made your. I know what was, you're talking I mean, about. It's a, it's an inappropriate name to say on the show now, but it's smear the blank. Yeah. And um, where the way we would play it is like a guy would get down like on his um, like on his knees facing the school over there by the basketball courts. 
and you just take it and <laughs> so it'd be almost like you're getting down for a tr- crouching down for like a tornado drill like right picture that and then you just take it you take a tennis ball and fire it at his butt is what you would do no, <laughs> no yeah we okay That's so tennis ball wall ball where you basically well, were throwing, throwing a ball off you threw a ball off the wall and if you dropped it then you had to go do the tornado drill or the fireball. <laughs> okay, here's so here's well, what you do in the smear game then. I'm not sure. I think you just tried to tackle <laughs> people. Free for all, where you had like a football or a baseball, people just came and tackled. Whoever, okay, you just you just threw the ball to somebody, and then whoever had the ball, everybody just tried to basically kill them. Okay, so when you're playing the game of the wall ball, if you okay. miss the ball or something, then your punishment was just to go up there and just get. So here's how we, here's how we did. We would everybody would have their own tennis ball, and you would just start throwing it. You know, you got that what seemed like the green monster. You know, this <laughs> that wall at Seed School. Everybody'd throw it. You just kept throwing it, kept catching your ball. If you bobble and you try to mess with everybody else, like jump in front of them, you couldn't touch them, couldn't touch their ball. If you bobbled your ball, you had to run and touch the wall before everybody hit you. If you got hit. You got one strike. When you got to three strikes, that's when you had to go up, <laughs> do the tornado drill with your ass in the air. Exactly right. you know you say that. And everybody just everybody got like three throws. And sometimes there'd be <laughs> ten people playing. And so you got thirty balls being launched at your naked butt in the air. Basically it was a firing squad. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it was. These city kids, that's ambitious games. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, you talk, encouraged. You, you talk about all those recesses and everything, and it, it was great. And we we learned a lot. I mean, you look at the people that came out of seed school. I mean, there's a lot of, like, very successful people. So, obviously, they're getting a pretty good education there, too. Um, nowadays, I, I teach in elementary school, and our kids get one 10-minute recess at lunch. Our older kids, our third, fourth, and fifth graders, our younger kids get one other, like, 10-minute recess. Really? But that's all. And, and there's not – I mean, recesses have really – in the past, you know, huh. over the past, my 25 years of teaching, I mean, even my first year teaching in the mid nineties, we didn't have as much as seed school had, but they've really dwindled as time has uh, gone so, on. It seems. Um, how long, how long were those? They were about 30 minutes, right? It's, it oh, seemed dude, like it. it. I, saying, I thought the noon, but I don't know. Noon recess might've been a little bit longer, but I might be wrong on that. At, I least, know a, that. at least a half an hour. Yeah. I know the afternoon noon was two thirty to three because we got, we got let out at three fifteen. Yeah. So I know we didn't do anything out last fifteen minutes either. Yeah. So. so I'll uh I'll go first on this. Best kickball player of your era um is for me, it's Mark Vaughn. He could kick it a mile. I don't know why this name comes to mind, and I may be incorrect on this, but I would have been a third grader when he was in fourth grade. But I'll tell you what, Leslie, it seems like Leslie Greenlee was launching him to Dusty Petty's house about every time he went up to the plate and kick. <laughs> so I'm just going to go, because I can't think of any who the real star was, so I'll go with Leslie Greenlee. Uh, I've help me with, go ahead, Dave. I've got to thank, and I have no specific memories, i got to thank Tommy Halfacre. Yeah. Kickball legend. I'm having trouble with the last name. Barrett, Barrett in my class. Barrett Price. Barrett Price. That kid was bombing him too. I mean, and that's a kid I probably haven't thought of since 1983 or 84. But man, he did launch him. And I'm glad you mentioned Barrett because I never would have thought to mention this today. Because when I think of the playground, I'm over on the south side, over by the Goff's house now on the playground. Mm-hmm, sure. Um. So um, his brother Joe Price, who I think was class E, and they ended up moving. Um, but he he would have been class in 90. So he had been that fourth grade class with Leslie Greenlee. 
um, he could um, walk on his hands better than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Joe Price would just walk around the playground. Really? So I'm sure the our class and our vast amount of class of 90 listeners, which is one of our leading classes for listeners. I'm sure hopefully they remember that because it was, uh, it was impressive. Wow. Joe Price. Yeah. Seed school had so many, just the school itself we've talked about, but the two outdoor little downstairs. Yeah. The basement of the seed school where yeah. I know during school, nothing bad typically happened, but I know after hours, I mean, that's where people were peeing and, making out and all kinds of smoking. And all I don't, kinds of stuff. I don't know that I, let's see. I don't think I ever made out down there, but I definitely peed and <laughs> may have smoked. I don't know. <laughs> I know I drank, I know EJ Shore and I drank, what were those little, those little Miller beers that Paul used to, yeah, little ponies. I stole one one time and EJ Shore and I were up there playing basketball and we went down in that little well and, and drank that beer. <laughs> Probably about 12. On the front of the school, whatever that area that would like you kick a ball real high, and it would, it would collect up there at the whatever that thing was. Did anybody was ever climb up that fire escape and then did. step over into the what do you uh, chip? What do you call that thing? Um, it was like the oh yeah, I don't know what's the, called. So you're talking the fire escape in the front of the school? Yeah, yeah. and then they had those <laughs> the big pillars, and then there was that gutter that went around the top with that big box yeah. where it said seed school or whatever. So. Yeah, I one time I got the courage up. I stepped across from the across from the fire escape and then got in that box thing. Yeah, I never. I was. I never climbed the fire escape very. I mean, I would have been. I would have been too scared of heights to even climb up that thing. Um, yeah. But I watched Joey Croslow climb up it and then like slide down the pole. Um, not the pole. Not that big <laughs> pillar, but yeah, the, the pole right. of the fire escape. I mean, he slid down the. Um, anything else about seed school anybody wanted to cover? I was going to mention it's, it wasn't, I mean, I guess I would say it was probably physical education and, but you know, near the last day of school and Mr. Jamerson always took us down to the, to play baseball on the, on the little league diamond. That was always one of the, I mean, that was always such an exciting thing when you got to go do that. I think it was always the last, if it wasn't the last day, it was, yeah. the, next it was the last, last day. day, the day yeah. before, you'd come get your report card the next day, but yeah, it was the yeah. last so, day. Yeah. so mad. So I look forward to that. You know, that's something you look forward to as a boy or a girl that wanted to play baseball. But um, that you got to, when you're a fourth grader, you got to go play baseball Mr. Jamerson. And I left my glove at school. I was so mad at myself. I had to borrow somebody's glove. Yeah, yeah third, so we, we would play like a four-team tournament. Like when it, in third grade, we went down, so it was like the two third, Dixon and Pearson and then the Jamerson Luthie class and the Mrs., other Mrs. Dixon class. So we played like a four-team, like kind of round robin, I think, down there. Um and then in fourth grade, we were going to go again, but it got rained out. The field was too wet, so we had to play on the playground. We played with a rubber ball and, like, aluminum bat. So you're talking oh, yeah. Leslie Greenlee, the way he was launching kickballs. You can just imagine the amount of home runs that were hit that day. And and, and they probably get sick of me mentioning it because I know I've mentioned it on the Facebook page for the old school already. But um, the Jamerson Luthie class was loaded. I mean, it had Brandon Smith, Corey Ray, Eric Holtz, Jason Williams, um, obviously they were the favorites to win the, the round robin tournament, but the underdogs, the fourth grade Dixon class ended up winning it all that day with me and Scott Piper and Jimmy Seacrest and Gene Allen. Uh, we, we, we took them down. So, and they were, I, some That's of them were loaded. good sports. Yeah. Some of them were good sports, but I know like <laughs> there were a couple of them that I mentioned in that, that wouldn't that I mentioned before, I won't give you names, but there were a couple of those guys who ended up being weren't terribly uh, excited about it. Uh, they, 
they weren't talking to us after. after well, I'm school I that guarantee day. Brandon was pissed. He wasn't taking that loss. Very he well. probably was, but I don't think he was as much as a couple of the other guys in <laughs> being, being guards in high school. Yeah. Did I think this has nothing to do with PE? But I, I wanted to ask this question. I may have asked it on on a podcast before. Chip, do you know why your dad taught half a day? I, I, did we talk about this one time? It was just I. I don't. I can give you kind of. I think it's just because it was a small enough school, and it was part of his. Um, they didn't really need a, a principal all day long, so it's kind of to fill. His, they did the same thing at Washington School and at Petty School. I, the Petty principal may have taught at the same time, actually. I think it was just part of yeah. just responsibility, just to give them more to do okay. during the day. All right. uh, I, believe. I, I don't know the exact wording, yeah, but I know yeah. at the elementary schools they did that. Mr. Cook, I think he was principal by morning and fourth grade teacher by afternoon. I had him at, in third grade. When I first, yeah. when I first started, and then by, by the time – See, was he there the whole? He was there the entire time, but by the time I was like in fourth grade, they had moved away from that. I was actually actually in his class that the fateful day when I fell in the mud, rounding third. Um, Let's move on to the fifth. Unfortunately, I was gonna say, Chip, your dad also had to go in the afternoons. He would leave the classroom have to go answer the telephones because Mrs. Fife was home at lunch. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) his secretary worked half day, so he. uh, or she went to work at the unit office. Maybe she had a job at the unit office part of the day. And so yeah, he was all alone. So I don't had remember to have that. that. Phone, had to run out of the classroom and go get the phone. So I mean, that just shows there. Because I mean, I know we had to. Somebody wasn't doing it all day long, so it shows we weren't getting a lot of phone calls there during the day. So <laughs> I can understand there was not as much responsibility on principals there. It seems, but and then soon after the, then he would end up. A few years after we left, he ended up. Uh, being the principal at the five six center, which uh, also so once he did that, he was principal all day long. He was going between the two schools. Mm. I, I know, and I know we're going to get to that school in just a little bit. I know one of his first orders of duty because if if you look at I mean, the, it's always set it on the on the front of this K five six center Bridgeport Grade School is what it's always said. Yeah. He always hated that everybody called it the K five six center because. He thought it was a silly name for a school, and the actual <laughs> sign on the school said Bridgeport Grade School. So, <laughs> one of his first orders of duty when he got the principal job there, it was now called Bridgeport Grade School, and it's yeah. and it's still called. And that's obviously what it was called that before, but I'm not sure how it just kind of morphed into K five six center. But I, I love the name K five six center. It's still yeah. the K five six center to me. It'll always be that to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, Lynn. I got one more. Yeah, hit one it. more thing because I don't know if we've ever. Well, I'm sure she's kind of been mentioned a little bit, like. Um, but uh, your grandmother, I'm a Jean Clark. Mm-hmm. One memory I, I didn't think about it, but why? As you guys start talking about things, we learned to play dodgeball on that on that front playground as first and second graders. There's a big yellow circle painted on the concrete, and uh, she would always yeah. seem to be the one supervising when we were in first grade, supervising the dodgeball game. And I know. And I don't know if this is something you guys know of that she that was a pet peeve of her, but she absolutely hated it. People spitting. She could not stand on the playground. She would get so upset. People spit. <laughs> and Gene Allen could not control himself. I remember he was he just, it was just like a habit. I don't know, but he was like could not stop himself. And his first grade teacher, Mrs. Clark, was always on his case. So since you mentioned some things, I had to, yeah. had to throw. And I know Gino's a listener too, so he may not remember it. It was 40, uh, 40 some years ago. But. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't seem possible. That would, that would uh, and this kind of ties in with PE, so I'll go ahead and tell this story. Jason Thacker's got my favorite spit story of all time. He, um, 
evidently had hawked a big loogie and, and spit it in the gym as Mr. Clymer was walking through. <laughs> it it made such an impression on Mr. Clymer that he came in the band building and told us the story and had a look on his face <laughs> like he was about to throw up. Um. <laughs> Jason, Jason Thacker's loogie. Anyway, speaking of the K-5-6 center, um, who was your teachers in PE for that? And this is uh, an interesting curriculum of PE that I think we had in fifth this and sixth is where grade. P- yeah, we've been talking about recess here. Now we're getting PE starting now. So this is – now we're getting into PE, and we got some good stuff to talk about. I had Coach Thorne and Coach Ray. I think it's going to go across the board then. Coach yeah. Thorne and Coach Ray here. I, oh. <laughs> actually, no. I mean, I get. I Whoa. Remember, I don't remember. <laughs> Miss Thorne was there? I had her for fifth and sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had the calisthenics every morning. So you had her for one day. You <laughs> no, for- you're right. You're right. Now I think. Gosh. I haven't thought about that in years. Mine I was, was. I was thinking Bobby Waller. Gray, but, but yeah. Yeah. She was there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I had Bobby Waller. So Bobby must have came on. Maybe Your maybe Dave, yeah. So maybe my first year, or maybe a day sixth grade year, and my fifth grade year was when so, Bobby was there. So then Twyla went just full time, I guess, at the high school. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that, so like I say, this is a it's a big transition. Um, we, I as I honestly was very intimidated going into it. We had we were required to have it. We all had to wear the same uniform. So had to get your uniform that summer. You got it ordered. Yeah. Um, we didn't that have that. Nice. We just had you had to bring a pair of shorts and a, we didn't have a uniform. Yeah, I mean, we are said like rid of health physical education. Oh, and I'm, yeah. there may have been some kids that didn't have them, but I'd say 75% of the kids had the Red Hill physical education shirt, the blue, that was very comfortable blue, like coaching shorts material. Little, yeah, little short shorts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah great short. Sounds sexy. But I remember I was sure so. Was. Okay, so. so a classmate of mine, so we're getting ready for the first day of school. I mean, it's a new school. I mean, we were there in kindergarten, but um, we've been at seed school the last four years. Um, and it's a great time, and you're meeting the kids from Petty and Washington and Sumner. Um, it was Corey, and I would go to his school. His, he lived in my neighborhood, and I would go to his house, and his dad, who was our PE teacher, Coach Ray, would drive us to school every morning. First day of school, nervous going to the new school. And... Corey asked me if I've got my Chinese slingshot. And um, <laughs> I was uh, like, I, of course I said yes, because I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought there was some school supply we were supposed to bring. We were all supposed to bring some slingshot to fifth grade I, um, or for PE or for regular class. I had no idea what a Chinese slingshot was. And so I was so nervous and I think I end up figuring out. You guys know what the Chinese slingshot is. I've you know, got a pretty good idea. idea. What do you think oh, it is? Jock, is it a jock <laughs> yes. strap? Yeah. It was a jock. <laughs> we had to have the jock strap for a PE, so that was a requirement to wear that. But uh, yeah, I actually was on an Urban Dictionary today looking to see if people <laughs> call that a. Jock. I could not find any uh, anyone else on the internet <laughs> that um. calls that a. Jock. I'm sure court. I'm sure Corey got that from his dad. I mean, I'm no, not I'm sure. sure. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think he got it from Judy. So I'm not I'm not sure when I figured out what it was, but I went along with that. Yeah, I had my slingshot in my backpack, and I was ready for class. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's part of the kind of newness of all the you know bringing the uniform, bringing your the, you know boys had to bring the jock strap. We had a dress. 
We had to learn locker combinations. That that um, was the big. That was the thing that caused me the ajida was the learning that combination. That's the first time I'd ever done that. Yeah, because you had a little basket. Um, yeah, yeah. The ba- it was a little wire basket. basket. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You would slide it out, and then you would throw your yeah. stuff in, and then and then lock it. Yeah, I made a um, note on uniforms too because I feel I don't remember where I, I felt like we always went to Hesher's and I was always excited to get. Yeah, I think yeah, that's right. They sold them. Go to Hesher's to get your uniform. And well, of course, one of the things that that iconic little gym there was the pegboard on the wall, and that's one of the wow. things I always, which I was terrible at the pegboard. But Any, anybody remember, here was anybody here good at the pegboard? I was not. Oh uh, God, I I don't think I Gary could. Gary would have been the one that I would if anybody I would have put my. Yeah. But I don't. I think I knew he wasn't. So I think we've discussed this before. But yeah, none of us were. Pe- I, I could get as far as my arm could reach. Like that is as far as I could get the peg. I honestly I don't even. Re- I think I, class, so I, I think I got out of it somehow every time. I don't even remember trying. I'm sure I may have, but I, I, yeah, oh, I, mean, I dreaded the I thought would, of that. I think I would get up there and basically just hang. Oh, I never and, got that far enough to then, hang. Good job, I mean, Dave. And then, and, then just, <laughs> and then just drop down. That was it. I wasn't going anywhere. And we'll get to it. But that stupid thing and that damn rope to the top of the junior high is—it still makes me feel weird. Yeah, I did that fine, but it was the the pegboard. You did the rope fine. See, that's why I thought he'd be good at the pegboard. I thought he had that in him. No, the pegboard was terrible. I think of Johnny Johnny Ulrich, if anybody remembers Johnny. Uh, oh, yeah. But Johnny was amazing at the at the pegboard, and there was a few other kids that came to mind. That uh, person, uh, three or two in my class, um, Jeremy Jackman, James Hughes. Oh yeah, Jeremy we, Jackman. I mean, us. they were just they were just up and down, and just you know, not even think about it. Tommy Halfacre was really good at it. God, is this guy good at everything? Yeah, I think so. But I'm, he's but got I got inside track for winning this podcast. But <laughs> I I think everyone else in our class. Just, I mean, he couldn't even do one. I mean, it's just which I think even, that makes it a big part of the curriculum. When <laughs> nobody you know, can, you, you could either do it or you couldn't. There was was no there any training for it, or did <laughs> they just say, "Okay, go see what you can do"? Humiliate. I don't know. I don't know that. Tips, but I don't know that I've thought of this since 1983-84, So I could be wrong. But when you guys started naming names, the first name that popped my mind was my fifth grade classmate Joel Weimer. I'm pretty sure he was good at the pegboard he in fifth grade. Like he, he seems like he has the body type that would um, um strong, skinny, strong upper body. Right. Um, he would be I'm good guessing, at that. But. I'm guessing in Gary's class, I'm guessing Shane Dozer was probably good at it. He came to mind too, I'm sure, because, yeah, I mean, there is a certain body style that you can look at and tell a kid that age is going to be able to do it. Or yeah. in fifth grade, I was. I'm just really not sure funny. what we were trying to prove. <laughs> Strength. Uh, uh, <laughs> That was on the. That would be like if you're facing that wall. That was we're not right all Jeremy Jackman. Yeah, the left side was the chin up bar over there, hanging on the on the yeah. other side. Yeah, right? yeah. Over that way. And if you guys don't follow Joel Weimer on Facebook, he makes some amazing meals at his uh, house. Oh, yeah. I don't know he's a great yeah. cook. <laughs> so you know, something else I always hated, and I, I absolutely detested this, and I, I was probably the biggest jerk ever. But square dancing in fifth and sixth grade. See, okay, I, I, I liked it. I hated it. Yes, it was yeah. it. I was kind of in and out. I it I would like it at times, and sometimes I would be very uncomfortable during it. I had no clue what I was doing with the square dance. I have no coordination. I have not. So I I could not square. Although this was, you know, I kind of like the do si do. I could do that. I felt like 
felt like I was in my, you know, something I could handle on the dosi dough. Yeah, I or no, I no, enjoyed swing it. your partner is better. Swing your partner, I'm better. Do, at the was it dosi dough where you like interlocked <laughs> yeah, with yeah, other no. people? Oh yeah. Okay. What, what's the one you got to kind of go around in the circle like this? Chip just made yeah, a move. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Zoom, and Chip, like, he you was like your a, arms. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Oh, I'll find a square dancing I think video. that's some sort of like, like, I picture that as some sort of like Indian, like It's like I, I had my partner, dra- and like we had to spin around each other, oh, but we weren't touching no, each other. Oh, no, it was like this. Wasn't it like this? Oh, like where you put your hands under your arms? Your arms. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you I didn't know what I was doing. I was probably doing that. <laughs> I just well, I always we- wanted to get Gail Paddock as my partner. I know. We had to perform at probably open house, I'm assuming, and it was... I hated every Oh, second. we did have to, didn't we? Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I still remember the outfit I wore in my sixth grade when I still didn't, I had sweatpants. I pulled them all the way up to my knees. It was really bad. But wonder but why. I know we had to perform. wonder yeah, why you felt I like that remember. was the outfit. I don't it know. Like I, I had some I, background in square dancing already, so I don't think it was too big a deal for me. Like, I want to say, like, 4-H or something like that. We did live on a farm. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> so you were the kid they called on to as the example. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, my sixth grade class of girls was was pretty loaded, so I really couldn't go wrong on my partner in sixth grade. So that that helped there. Um, so if anybody from Mrs. Brooks's class is out there, you were you were all great partners uh, to square dance with. Hey, speaking yeah. of loaded, don't forget when you order a cheeseburger from Gray's Restaurant, you can get that loaded. Um, or pickles only. That's what I mean. Or pickles yeah, only. Pickles. If, only time I ever put pickles on a cheeseburger. Yeah. I'm not sure what they call it now. We used to call it a special at the Pizza House back in the day, and uh, you could get that loaded. Basically, that's what was a loaded pizza. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of how to lo- uh, get loaded in with Andrew's Insurance and People's State Bank, but uh, if uh, they can load you up on money and security for your family. So please go see those fine sponsors. <laughs> Uh, back to fifth and sixth grade, or sorry, Glenn, Bridgeport grade school PE. Yeah. For us, it was, as before he took over. Yeah. Um, on, my, on my notes, I wrote down BGS. I did not write down. Oh, but, wow. Yeah, Gary, so. con- coming into have, conformity. I do. I do have K56 on my notes. So I nice. stuck to the, the old school term. Now, what did we call that thing? Where and there was multiple sports you could play, whether it be sort of a hockey style game. I think you just use your feet and kicked a kickball into a net. You could play actual kickball. Those little carts, like you just scooter. Scooter. Yeah, you set ball. Yeah. 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 Why did we do that? They still do it. They just finished the unit at Ridgeview. Really? That is still (laughs) a thing. Josie and Lucy. Lucy kind of likes it. Josie hates them. I just remember you playing with the giant ball, and you were trying to get it played, down. I remember playing hockey, uh, for sure, with it, and then yeah, just I don't remember. Yeah, just yeah. There were several different games we played. My first question was why did we do that? Second question Fine. was did anybody ever lose a finger? I mean that uh, it oh, seems like That's... you would roll over a finger very easily. <laughs> no, I said I, mean, I remember that more in junior high. Maybe we did do it in fifth, fifth and sixth grade. I don't remember. I don't remember it in junior high. But... I had one story from the presidential uh, physical fitness thing. <laughs> and I don't know if this was part of it, but I know we had to do stations. And maybe it was just physical physical fitness stations. And I'm not going to name her, but we were um, kind of paired up by last names. And um, I was holding down this girl's 
feet while she was doing setups, and I, I, in my, I can still hear the fart she ripped while she was, <laughs> while she was doing these setups during in fifth grade. We were right down by the door where you walked in, and that, that's exactly where the setup station was. And um, going outside to run the mile outside, Coach Ray had us. To, uh, we had to do that as part of a thing too. And I know I got done, and I was about ready to die. And I told, said, Coach, I'm about ready to puke, and. And his most loving, and you know, he was feeling very sorry for him. He just told me, just said, "Get the hell away from me if you're going to puke on me." So that was uh, Coach Ray. He's so nice to me there. Coach Ray, very proud of the Reagan administration and their I was gonna say, presidential. My, that's probably my bi- biggest memory of fifth and sixth grade PE was the was a mile run at the high school. Um, yeah, I think we Brian probably didn't experience that because I think we started that my sixth no, grade year. Thank God. We, they, did they bus us or did we walk? Should have just why just run walk. over there and back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we walk, yeah, rock, yeah. So. That's got to be about right, right? If you if you yeah. run, touch the yeah, fence there, to, and have then have back. Yeah, you have you to go car the road. That was gonna hurt your time. Um, four four laps around off. the track. I think I think the benchmark was nine minutes, which I never could quite get. Um, yeah, I, was, I got like nine. I was in the like mid, yeah, the mid nines or whatnot. I like to, I like to do it now. Yeah, <laughs> be a lot better at it now. But you got the all weather track now. Yeah. yeah, you got the get to run above Judy Avenue over there on the other yeah. side. It's a, it's a great experience. Uh, but yeah, the mile run that was that was a big uh, innovation when I was in sixth grade. We we never mentioned. I mean, to me, when I think of sixth grade PE, I'm thinking of playing dodgeball in sixth grade PE. Uh, yeah, oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sure playing on the sidelines i know in in high school we were on the baselines yeah uh yeah. playing sideline to sideline in fifth and sixth grade that was Short, shorter court there but we yeah had, we had the bit we had the big balls in fifth fifth and sixth grade though we didn't have the kill balls like uh, in high we did uh, well they were yeah we may have not had very many uh, yeah they were smaller they not the small yeah, small not, ones not I, not the base, but not and the not the real big ones either so when you're yeah, saying big you're like a, re, yeah. a regulation size Regu- is what yeah, you're thinking re- regulation size yeah, so I hate those big ones. They're so hard to. Sometimes they throw some yeah. of those big ones in there. Those are so hard to throw. Yeah, I hate those. I hated those little ones. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to that in high school. I got. Oh, uh, I've got some stories about that too. And I know we'll get to it in a little bit, but I don't think. Did we ever play uh, dodgeball at the junior high? I never. I can I never. Know. I cannot picture myself. So, Mister Mister Fife and Mrs. Yeah. Waite must have been against dodgeball. Yeah, they were ahead of their times. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah, because that's not a thing now, right? <laughs> No, it, so. It's like when they, they played at Ridgeview. Like it's like the it's like Nerf like right, Nerf yeah, material, real soft, yeah, like Nerf football yeah. material. I've almost, got yeah. I've got some stories of high school. We were not using Nerf footballs or yeah. Nerf balls. <laughs> I got I got something for that too. So. I was shocked to hear about we were still for whatever wild reason doing scooter ball. Um, what about that big parachute thing? Um, where those are always fun. Yeah, uh, you had little routines. I guess you would call that you did you shake it and lift it I up love when you, i love when you get like way high in the air and then everybody goes underneath it and you're like underneath it in now, this dome if that i was remember such a cool right feeling wasn't there a technique right where didn't you have to like <laughs> lift it up and then didn't you cross your arms basically while you oh, turned yeah, around or, like that yeah. yeah i have no recollection of ever doing <laughs> I don't either. really <laughs> So it's a big parachute, and then well, I've seen it happen. Okay, <laughs> I don't remember doing. So Chip, what all things did you do? You did the deal where you shook it, and then you did the deal where everybody lifted up, crossed your arms, got underneath it, so you were on yeah. the inside of the parachute at that. And point. And sometimes I think you could put like a like a dodgeball. Yeah, on, I mean, yeah. On, and like lift, you're kind of throw, see if you can get up like to the ceiling and then catch it type of thing. With it goes along with the shaking thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I feel like at yeah, one point everybody the... walked around in a circle. I don't know yeah, why you yeah, would... <laughs> walked around in a circle. Definitely. <laughs> um, so guys, I'm no glad, I'm sorry you didn't, you didn't participate <laughs> in that. And I will tell you, Brian, oh, they must have decided there must have been some injuries with the scooters, the fifth and sixth grade center when you were in, because uh, it was moved up to the junior high for me as well. So they must have <laughs> talked amongst the two schools like this Mr. is Ray, too much. They're like, this, yeah, we got to move this. Can you guys do this? So, yeah, yeah it was probably, junior high for me. It was probably, and you know what? They probably used to play dodgeball, and, and it was a trade off that they, <laughs> yes. that they did. Um, I, I want to mention something. I don't know if anybody's in my boat, but this is sort of PE related. It's definitely Mike Ray related. We we would uh, play basketball on the days that uh, you couldn't go outside or whatever at lunch, and so oh, he would yeah. pick pick classes, right? So he would say like Mr. Thompson's class, you're playing mm-hmm. Mr. Oh, Gray's like a- class, and I remember. Yes. So he would always ask who wants to play, and it was. For a little chubby kid, it was always so nerve-wracking because I wanted to play so bad, and then I would just pray after, okay, I'll play. Just sit there on pins and needles waiting for who he said was going to be shirts and skins. (laughs) Just dreading the fact that – because you didn't put on – Shorts, so you had your jeans on yeah. or whatever, and out yeah. there with oh no shirt gosh. on. Oh, I, I hope it. you guys were still doing that, Dave and Gary, because I remember, I don't remember as much in sixth grade, so maybe it, so, but fifth grade, we weren't Lytle's. You were a fellow Lytle kid, I think, yeah. Rhino and Gary. I was, yeah. I was Thompson. Gary, you were Thompson. Gary yeah. was Lytle. Yeah. So um, we we weren't very good. Um, so was, we had Thompson, Parge, and Gray, um, but. Um, Brandon was in gray and they were pretty good, but they didn't have a whole lot after him. He could pretty much carry that gray's class where we didn't really have that. You know, Corey was in Thompson's class. Eric was in Thompson's class. I think Gene was in Pargin's class. Chad was in Pargin's class, I think. So it was like a lot. We didn't have a lot of the basketball players in our class. So we we lost we we pretty much lost about every game we played. It was kind of a round robin. And I remember we were keeping track of the records. I know we were up in the 30s that we had played like 30 some games. Um, wow! But one day and and um, and I told you Grace class they had one star player, but otherwise we we were better than our two through five was better than their two through five. So if we could neutralize Brandon right a, a little bit and slow him down and not let the other guys beat us we could possibly have a chance. And one day we took down Gray's class. And uh, I mean, we were, it was, we rushed the whole team. We were hugging on the floor. Uh, it was just, I think it was our one win the whole winter. But, Isn't that uh, crazy though, how important that yeah. could be? I mean, I remember our kickball games, we kept stats in a series at seed school mm-hmm. and like that really became important. And, and and sorry if any of our listeners are from Gray's class, but uh, <laughs> suck it. I think most of our basketball players were pretty much in the Thompson and Pargin. Most of our main basketball players were in Thompson and Pargin. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if you got any more on your notes about the five six center PE, but a couple things. But one, now when you were and and I loved this. I still love thinking about this, and and I know there are some people that absolutely hated it, and it's it's hateable. Did Timothy Miller ever sit you guys down during PE class? Or was it PE class? It was in the gym. Maybe it wasn't PE class. But when he would tell those um, the stories about the Greek gods and the mythology and all that. Well, that would have been a because he was our music teacher. Was it during stage, music? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah, it was, was during stage, music. Yeah. Right. But it was in yeah. the it was in the gym. 
but yeah, I remember those. I think I was the last class. The, the other two guys didn't get to experience him as a music teacher. I was in the, my fifth grade class was the last class to have him. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I had that. him for a regular, the regular yeah, teacher, he, he and Mrs. Brooks. And that's one of the things I wanted to mention too, is that he was uh, big into tennis. And during my sixth grade year, he had a, a tennis court painted on the gym floor. I'm not sure how many classes after me did that, but we got to where at lunchtime, even if everyone else is outside, we would go in and play and he would let us come to class 10 or 15 minutes late in the afternoon after playing tennis. So you tennis and Rooster, a, you guys, huge boom. Yeah. Me and Scott Murray and Chris Ralston. And there was a few of us in, uh, that would be able to go in there and play. And I don't know how that came to be, but he would be bringing in VHS tapes and we would watch like Boris Becker and uh, Yvonne Lindell play. And like during our last 30 minutes of the day, it was like a study hall. So he was huge into tennis. And I said, I'm not sure how many classes after this. So if anybody's listening, I'm curious how long that went on. Or is that tennis court still painted on that? Is it the same floor? Same floor. Okay. Yep. So I wonder wow. if that's still in there or not. Yeah. It's something I'd like to go in there again. Uh, yeah. I'd point. like to see that gym. It's been, been a long time. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, it was a big deal for the guys and, and because it was a big deal for the girls when Coach Thorne would go have her talk with the girls. I don't know if it's made an impression on you. I remember we were like, what are they doing? What are they doing? And they went in and, and uh, had the uh, the female discussion over uh, and around PE, but I just remember there was a big uh, – the guys trying to figure out what was going on. And and, uh, yeah, and you think of Mrs. Thorne uh, – I mentioned at the beginning of this segment, but um, she would lead the exercises every morning. So the, um, I can't remember the names of all, but it was that one, what's it called? I know people call them like burpees today, but I know we didn't call them burpees, but you had to like type a thing where you had to like, I, you had to do, I know quarter thrust you had to do it. I don't know if that was that. Squat thrust. Quarter, was that what? Squat thrust. Yeah. yeah squat thrust. For, yeah. So squat thrust. Um, Wind, windmills was a big one. Windmills yeah. was always yeah. big, but. Man, she was um, she was very she had high expect yeah very very high expectations on those straight lines and doing everything the right way, um, but uh, yeah, I just that was and another thing I think of um, I don't know every time you guys keep thinking pick name and coach Ray in PE class I, there's a the picture that keeps popping in my mind he may deny this if he listens to this show he may deny it um, but I guarantee you October of eighty four. When the Cubs uh, were in the NL playoffs that year, won the East Division, he was wearing a Cubs floppy hat in um, in PE class. And I know he's Ooh. a big Cardinal fan, but I think he jumped on the bandwagon. A oh, little I bit know for day. a fact he did. <laughs> so yeah, that's just the picture. I, every time I had to, that was not in my notes, but I pictured about seventeen times already. So I thought I'd throw that out there. Well, I think before we end, I think we would be remiss, and we won't hit hit this too hard, but some of the monumental tirades Mike Ray would go on before we would go dress for PE during class or some of the, the, some of the greatest yelling. Uh, I don't even know what we got in trouble for, but I mean, these things were absolutely unbelievable. I mean, did you guys ever get on the receiving end? Anything? My, my favorite, probably my best, I don't call it the best, one of my biggest memories from PE, Rodney Roderick, Matt McCullough, and myself, we were all in Mrs. Parsons class. And basketball basketball had just started like basketball season had just started we were like in our second week of practice hadn't had any games yet rodney gets a great idea we had like 10 10 o'clock 10 30 p.e rodney gets the idea after after p.e he's like guys just leave our clothes on just leave our p.e clothes on we'll put our regular clothes on over them and 
after school, all we got to do is strip our clothes off and we're in and we're at practice. Sound like, you know, sound like a great idea, right? Yeah, for sure. So somehow Coach Ray got got wind of this. Uh oh. <laughs> like fifteen minutes late like fifteen minutes after we got back to Miss Pargin's class, there he was at the door and he went, he was calling us all three up into his office. Uh oh. And the tirade just started. Just yeah. screaming in every one of our face. Like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> and was... of course, me and Matt were just, you know, we're like mortified. Right. Rodney, Rodney's eating it. Rodney's eating it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He's smirking and smiling, and of course, that makes that makes Coach Ray even matter. Just keep you know, just keeps going the whole thing, but I can I I don't have any specifics. I remember there were a few times he got upset, and you could usually you could me being paying attention at uh, at that time, especially to uh, high school basketball. You could you could always know when things were probably going to get worse than than what they may have been the previous day, based on the the Salukis. success or not. So uh, we're going to wrap up the fifth and sixth grade center. Anything else? I don't think so. I can move I on. It's time to go yeah. to Sumner. I do want to go. Yeah. I, I would love to go back to that school, though, and just walk in that gym and look at that, yeah. the way those beams were on the ceiling and, and that floor. and, and uh, See the home of the bullpup sign. Yeah, uh, that's above awesome. The door. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. I mean, um, the floor been, I assume it's been, like, repainted or something. I don't know. I'm, the last 40 years, but. But it's just tile, so you really don't pay. I mean, it's been yeah, waxed and everything. Yeah. But it was just, and it was like, like a the, yeah. brown. I feel like it was like kind of brown, but had a little flex. Flex, like, yeah, flex yeah. all over. Oh, yeah, that. definitely yeah. flex. It's, it's like a, it's like a tan, and then the lane's like a dark brown, right. or like a black, black. Like, uh, and I assume and, they still play games there and, and, is, and everything. The pegboard's still, well, still on the wall. I don't know. I'm guessing that. I bet they took it down. I say they probably didn't use it anymore. Um, they play like I think junior pro and stuff there, but the fifth and sixth grade plays up at this next gym that we're going to talk about now. So, okay. Um, well, let's let's move on over to Sumner and. Um, in uh we, we we've got pe now we're used to it and we move on over to uh i had uh, mr fife and mrs Waite in pe in junior yeah. high same yeah, me too same across the board yep first memory um i can uh, that i thought of when i started thinking about pe is is coming up with a gymnastics routine um, I can still remember one move I did. It was on the balance beam. Of course, it was only like a foot off the ground. You, you weren't going to fall. But I like took one step. So I could say I would step with my left foot and then kind of like dip my right foot kind of in a. Oh, a, I like that. I don't know what you call that, like a dip. <laughs> and then I would put my right foot up and then dip my left. And, and uh, it was quite quite a, a Olympic caliber Routine, I'm sure. I know I was impressed with mine. I know I had walked across the balance beam without falling. It then went over the mat and did like a somersault. So it was like oh, this wow. multifaceted Multi, thing. Yeah. I put like different, um, it was a medley, I guess maybe you would call it. So yeah, there you go. I put this whole routine together and uh, I, I got a pretty good grade on it, it seems like. But um, I was always impressed with that routine. Not coming to mind. I mean, I can't imagine what I would have pulled out. I could have maybe, maybe <laughs> done what you did, shit. <laughs> Brent Somersault was about as good as I got. So. Uh, yeah, I remember, I, I think I must have been, I don't remember doing that. I think I was hurt my seventh grade year and got out of that potentially. But I definitely remember the, the program doing gymnastics and that. Bowling was my, I mean, was learning, 
learning how to score a bowling. Yeah. I mean, that's something which that I, I, which I still, which I can still do yes. to this day uh, by hand because of, uh, because of that class. Yeah. And, and the worst part about it was just setting up the pins after yeah, every. Yeah. I, every I just, that, rubber, that rubber bowling ball. Just yeah. Like yeah. Bouncing, <laughs> like but you're right. Bouncing. But it was, I mean, it was like real bowling, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And teaching that skill of how to score bowling is just to me is, I don't know that everywhere, if that was just part of the curriculum in the state of Illinois, but I guarantee nobody probably uh, under the age of 40 can probably do that right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I will tell you, uh, kudos to the Ridgeview where I teach that our PE teacher, uh, Mr. Ludwig, has the same set of bowling, uh, the same type of stuff, and he still teaches the scoring, the bowling. Oh, really? In the year 2021. So uh, kudos to him because I know Josie's had like tests on it where she's had. Um, well, I mean, it's all, one of those I'm things that while you, out about, about the test. Yeah, while you don't, I guess, technically need to, I, if, if you ever want to be a bowler, you. Might as well know how it's scored. And I'll tell you what, it's a good thing Mr. Ludwig does this because we've got a three-lane bowling. It used to be a full bowling alley here in Colfax where I live, and it's um, now it's a it's a bar, but they kept three of the lanes, so you can like bowl. It's kind of a fun little um, kip gimmick type thing, and um, they did, it's old-fashioned bowling. So if you want to keep score there, you got to know how to do it by hand. So uh, the wow. Ridgeview kids, I'm glad they get a chance to learn that. Speaking um, of taking a test, I, I'm still mad about this. Um, we were taking a softball, I, I assume softball, baseball, written test. And, of course, I didn't take it seriously because I knew everything. I'm still mad that I, I did not get 100. I missed the question of how many outs in an inning, and I put three, and it, obviously the answer is six. Yeah, that's and a, that's I'm, a trick. I'm, I'm still <laughs> mad at myself about that. <laughs> uh, I, was doing, uh, I was doing some research on – uh, see if I can find anything about PE classes in the uh, October 13, 1980 edition of the Daily Record and the school board notes. Um, Sarah Waite and Mr. Fife, uh, John Fife, were called to the school board meeting to defend their decision. Uh-oh. At the, at the point, at that time, they had a policy that if you were, if you missed PE class, whether you didn't dress or you were sick or ill, they would give you a zero out of 100 points for the day. So each day was worth 100 points. And if you didn't come to class, you got a zero. Yeah. And when, and when you came back, if you had an excused absence only, you had the opportunity to write a one-page report on whatever the, the activity was in the class. So several parents had complained. Um, they went to the board meeting. I thought it was funny. It says Gene Moore, who was the assistant superintendent, said the policy discriminates against children who are sick. And Principal Warren Miller said the policy is in violation of state law. Yeah. So they have voted, and of course they. Got I think rooted. we talked about that maybe. At yeah, least well, as you say it. that, I think we like the eighty eighty one podcast yeah. or something. Yeah, that okay. was, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. No, that's all right. I, I I defended Warren Miller, or no, I defended whoever was like against that policy. I think um, Gene Moore is who I guess who I would. Yeah. yeah. What side was Warren Miller? I still I lost they my train. They're both saying the same thing. Uh, they're, they're okay, both. so I was. So I was on Miller's side, yeah. yeah. So you were not on Mr. Fife and Mrs. Waite's side. No, that's a ridiculous rule. <laughs> yeah, okay, so <laughs> listen, I know everybody's going to wonder if we're going to talk about this, and, and we are, and we're going to be objective and, and not uh, cast any stones. And actually, I talked to my wife about this today, and she said they did the same thing at Bar Reeve, and, and she's 10 years younger than me, so they were still doing it. But how awful was it? And it was not... A it was a a constant source of contention between Mr. Fife and the boys' PE class about he wasn't taking any answer. You were taking a shower, you were getting naked, taking a shower, and there was no 
there was just no – I mean, you're going to be in trouble if you didn't. Um, yeah. At least there was when I was there, and it was a big deal that people yeah. fought about all the time. Yeah, and I don't – I think – because the girls, I think, have curtains in their showers. I think the girls are sometimes – that have never been in a boys' locker room don't realize it was just like five or six showers. It was just a big – just a Boy, big room with yeah, yeah shower heads. Yeah. And it really wasn't the junior high one really wasn't that big of a room even. Um, it was no. bigger at the high school. Um, yeah, I mean, I did, wasn't a fan of it, but gosh, it felt good. <laughs> it felt good. It, getting all clean, washing your hair, having well, that Irish Spring soap all over you, and then going to class. Gosh, I felt good after it. The thing now is, and uh, at the time I hated it, just like probably about everyone else did. Now – if I exercise, I, if oh, I have yeah. power, like immediately, it's awful. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I mean, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's no question. But it was a, uh, I mean, it was a big deal back then. I don't know. I'll tell you when what. did the practice go away? Do we know? So we don't know exactly. I'm yeah. not sure exactly. Yeah, I don't think I it's know. still happening. I know I would always be stuck because I, I spent three years as the athletic director at Athens where I used to teach at. And um, high school boys and girls, none of them today. They play a game and they're, you know, drenched in sweat after the game, and they just put their clothes on or sweatsuit or whatever and leave the gym without even showering, which is, which is crazy. Yet, but I guess the way things are now. But I would always be so proud when, like, an opposing team, they'd come to town and like you had to have a key to turn the showers on in the locker room. When like a, a line ice central, and the coach would come find me, he's like, "Hey, the guys want to take a shower for you. You got to get that key." I would like, be like, yes. These guys get it. Turn the key on for them. You take as many showers as you want because, yeah, kids just don't do it anymore. They'll be – is Brian frozen on our screen there? Um, oh, no, he's not. He's good. Uh, okay. Uh, I think he just looked frozen. Yeah, I think that was it, was it was mortifying. And, of course, you know, obviously being that age, you're going through puberty. You, 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 don't, feel, you, just, you don't feel that great about anything. And then, you know, you're, you're piling 20 boys into a five-showerhead uh, shower, and it just – just didn't have a good look, and um, those days are. And it was usually it wasn't like you were you weren't always getting like real like nice hot showers. You know, no, the water no, was cold. No, it was no, cold. No. <laughs> so you just sudsed up real quick, and then got into the shower, and you, so it'd be like a one minute. You'd get in and out in a minute. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, anyway, I'm assuming, do we take our towel, wet towels home every day? We just shove them in our locker with our. I, I'm pretty I think, sure I shove mine in. I think I'll shove it in. That's <laughs> yuck. Yeah, we weren't worried. <laughs> Evidently, we weren't worried about that. Yeah, all the drying off the mildew and mold and <laughs> and and it didn't matter if you had first hour PE or last hour PE. You no, were showering. Um, yeah. So eighth hour PE, you would, and or ninth hour PE, and then go to basketball practice, and you had to shower after that PE. I, I, yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense, and I guess they couldn't. Couldn't discriminate on that, I suppose. So. I think in maybe eighth grade, I had the ninth hour PE, and I would. I mean, I know it doesn't make sense, but I would love like having my hair all wet, like going, like kind of being cooled off going into practice. It was just a good feeling. I would. So I, it doesn't make sense, but I did like the uh, the wet hair feeling before a hot, sweaty basketball practice. Well, I know whenever in uh, the spring of '99, I had just graduated from Eastern Illinois, and Mr. Fife had come down ill. And I took the, I think about a two-month job in the spring to finish off the school years, the PE. And I know they weren't showering when I was when I was there, okay. but it was interesting because I remember in junior high, I, I was, and I apologize to Miss Wait for this. I was a jerk in PE, you know, just the <laughs> shithead, uh, cool guy, you know, I thought I was. So, but then I went back and taught with Mrs. with with, uh, with uh, I'm not sure which when Mrs. Wait left. She was there that year, I know, and when she ended up retiring, but. 
Um, I did teach with her for a whole year or for that two months of that last part of that year, which was always interesting too. Yep. So um, bowling, showering, roller skating was one that I wrote down too. We did. Skating. I didn't do that. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't roller skate. That would have been I new. Thought we I don't remember that. I remember running a basically a mile about every day. Like 22 uh, laps or something, wasn't it? Oh, like, yeah, I, that's right. I say 20 <laughs> laps, which it doesn't seem like that would be a mile. I don't think there's any way. Yeah, I don't think so. I know it sucks, but we do our stretches and then basically take off and run 20 laps. And Yeah, they would set the timer on like one of those little mini, miniature scoreboards. And, you know, being a big dick that I was, I would always cross the finish line right when the buzzer was going off. I'm just so ashamed of myself <laughs> for acting like that. I know they had cone. I know she. They had, they would put cones out. That you had to go, and I mean, you just cut the you We'd cut the corners just as much as we possibly could to make it as short as possible. But, um, you know, I and, and I the presidential physical fitness test. I always remember. I remember I could do some. Uh, I could do some pull ups at the at the fifth six center. In junior high, the pull-up bar was right inside the locker room, right outside of his office, like hanging just a couple feet from the ceiling. And you had oh, to, yeah. you had to like get up there. And you had to hang for like <laughs> like a few seconds. You had to hang like this, and then you had to pull yourself up. Oh my! No yeah, no yeah it's right around the same location, <laughs> close to where uh, Doctor Kirk would give us our physicals. Was right in that same uh, location there of that chin-up yeah. bar. Yeah. Um. You know, speaking of bowling, I, I give a shout out to a couple, some, some classmates of mine. Uh, I remember my bowling group, it was in eighth grade. So they, um, I had Michelle Dilly and Kyle Turner in my bowling group there each day for the week or two weeks that we did bowling. And I, it seems like that was like, their, they had like a budding relationship starting there. Oh, wow. Um, at that, and I, I'm pretty sure like it was just kind of starting during that bowling unit. And that was um, 34 years ago, and I, Kyle and Michelle, uh, still ha happily married today, <laughs> living in living in Bridgeport. So um, yeah, I, when I think of bowling, I think of those two. I might have to send one of them a message and see if I'm accurate on that. But uh, if it was, great. it was pretty close to the bowling unit. I know that. I can. Uh, I you know I don't. I, I don't have tons of memories of PE. I remember, like I say, I remember the, the gymnastics routine that I stumbled through, and, and um, that's it. Great softball yep. games that Mr. C would do at at, at, uh, at lunch hour. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't have a yeah, lot. Yeah, I don't have – I think of the bowling and the, and the gymnastics, and I don't really – there's lots of weeks there that I'm – that I'm missing that. There's a lot yeah. of things I don't remember from junior Actually, high. Actually, if I think way. of junior high P, the first thing I think of is we were they the girls were walking laps, and I'm not exactly sure why I wasn't. Um, I was just sitting there, and Stacy Zachary and Sherry Casinger walking around snapping their fingers in unison, singing Stray Cat Strut. That's that's always <laughs> the first thing I think of. Uh, so let's move on to high school then. If we're done with uh, with, with junior high and that now now you're getting into a real education. Um, my first PE class in high school was uh, Coach Huff was actually still there. That was his last. He was just – I don't even think Coach Huff was there that whole year, possibly. It seems like maybe he left um, at Christmas, and I, I don't think he was well um, physically. But um, had him my first 
my first uh, PE class, and I remember he, he had us doing calisthenics, and and um, then I went into the locker room, was getting dressed, and saw one senior sell another one a joint, and I thought, well, here we go. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not in junior high anymore. Yeah, it was um... – one thing I loved about high, I loved my first, I mentioned this in one of the other ones, I think, but I, I love my first two years. I got placed in the eighth hour PE class, which was a great experience. So it was kind of like the, a lot of like the, the star athletes were in that class because it was right before practice right. and you could maybe, they could get some extra, extra work in before practice. Um, um, but loved eighth. I was with, it was, I was with bingo Holman in that eighth at my freshman year. I was with bingo um, I was so I was so intimidated by him. I'm not intimidated to go talk to him because I, I knew him from him. Brian over friends, uh, but he was a senior. I was a freshman. I didn't know how he'd handle uh, me being in the you know coming up and talk if he would even want to be you know associated with me. Um, and I remember saying to I don't Brino had just graduated high school. So he was a freshman at VU this year, and I remember I'd always talk to Brino after school every day. I'd fill him in what was going on at the high school, and. Um, I told him, Brian, I'm ha- I just can't, I can't break the ice with, with bingo. I don't know what to say <laughs> to him. We're in that PE class together. I want to talk to him. And then I remember we were, I was sitting there in PE the next day. Bingo comes and sits by me. He says, Chip, let's start breaking some ice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we, and then I had to enjoy that the rest of the year with him and bingo didn't play any sports that year. So he was like the star in, except for baseball, but like foot, um, you know, spring or fall and winter, he was just like the star in all whatever event we were doing, especially like the basketball unit. He was just like dominant in that. He's a great quarterback out on the football field. He could um, throw a football a mile. He could. Uh, so, yeah, I loved – I think I was in eighth RPE my freshman and sophomore year, and I was in the other various hours the other two years, which we'll get into. But, but yeah, the, um, Brian, you were a big eighth hour PE guy, weren't you? I was not um, until I think my senior year, maybe my junior, but no, I, I wasn't. And it uh, may have been something. Maybe it didn't start right away either. But um, well, so I, I didn't play. Okay. I did. I didn't play football my junior, my freshman, sophomore year. So I definitely wasn't an eighth grade. I may have gone my junior year when I played football. I may have gone to yeah. to um, to eighth hour then, but definitely not my first two years. Yeah, I think I only had it in my junior and senior year. I know I did in my freshman and sophomore year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I if you think of the- I had eighth hour my my entire freshman year, and then, like, the first semester of, like, sophomore and senior year, but then second semester I would have, like, a – like, fourth hour, like, fourth hour, yeah, one of those. But I don't remember much organized, especially my freshman year. I mean, of course, that was fall of 88, good football team. I don't remember a lot of, especially during the football season, it was just basically straight to the weight room because it's mostly guys on the football team. Right. Yeah. It was basically just extra time in the weight room then. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We did a lot of weight room time. Dodgeball. I know yeah. my freshman year, um, I had ball. seniors that used <laughs> half inflated basketballs. <laughs> um there was a football being thrown around at, at the youngsters um it was to say it was brutal is is to is an understatement but like i said there was not any nerf balls being used yeah my junior year of course we were using all kickball material but they were of varying sizes and of course there's always a few of the ones that were maybe just a 
bit bigger than a softball. And of course, you could really throw those around pretty good. And Tommy Holfacker, uh, he, he threw You one know he threw I, it hard. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously, <laughs> he threw probably 85, 86 with a baseball. So these things were coming at you pretty good. And you hoped to God you were on Tommy's team. But I know he hit um, Jeremy Ash. I think it was Jeremy on the inside of his thigh, right above his knee. And it like, it blew open. It was the, the grossest thing. I mean, oh. he had a wound on his leg from getting hit by this uh. thing. So that's the worst. And I know Coach Evans at times when I had Coach Evans, uh, he had us play shirts and skins and kill ball, which like, what the hell are we doing? This is the dumbest thing ever. I mean, you need some protection from these balls flying at you 90 miles an hour. But I always use a strategy. I would hang back where it bought you time in the game. Like you'd advance further in the game. But once you didn't have anywhere to hide anymore, it was not a good place. <laughs> I love the hang back option because if I was not one that I never chased after the balls um, in I, the middle of the court. I was always one. I could not. I couldn't. Th- I wasn't one of those guys that could really zing it. Um, I could Shocking. catch it somewhat. Yeah, that was my best strategy. Well, in my my main like memory it. of my freshman year playing kill ball in eighth hour. JJ Gentry. I mean, it's towards the last, you know, it, I kind of did the chip hang back strategy. Yeah. It was towards the last. JJ decided he was going to get me out. He, he threw the little, the little kill ball as hard as he could. And it basically like embedded into my chest. <laughs> and I just kind of, I kind of did this and I caught it somehow and it knocked me back and knocked me on my ass. But kind of slid across the floor but i caught it so i lived oh, i didn't realize you were i didn't realize we were in pe together dave i was in jj's pe class that you're playing some ducks I, I had a jj <laughs> i had a jj story to share from that class oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but um oh jj was so upset when because he was he's on the stars obviously yeah. for all these stories but um he was a senior that year and jason inyert would have been a sophomore um but i remember when big and jason inyert um got JJ out. He was so mad. He was chasing Jason in here around. Do you remember this, Dave? Do you remember Jason getting <laughs> chased around the basketball court? <laughs> I do. I forgot you were in I forgot you were in there. I don't I have I yeah I have no recollection of you. Yeah I, I don't have any recollection of you either but yeah. Oh that was I, hilarious. So I'm awesome. sure anybody in there remembers it. It was one of the funniest things I saw during my four years as Jason getting chased <laughs> through the high school gym. They may even end up going up the steps to the bleachers. I don't know. <laughs> JJ was just as mad when I got him out, but I don't think it. I don't think it reacted like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, my favorite thing I think we did in high school um, PE was the two man volleyball tournament. Do you did you guys yeah, do, do that? Yeah. And uh, I had an oh, absolute blast with that. Yeah, one of my. I we we played three man. So okay. Um, it, um, we had a pretty good team. Gary Gray was a great player. I gotta give Gary, and he was also a good quarterback in that one eighth in that eighth hour PE class as a young sophomore. Uh, Gary Gray was a pretty good quarterback on the opposing team of Bingo. Um, but um, yeah, this was this was this was like Gary's senior year, the Gary Gray's senior year though. So uh, this is like a morning PE class, like third hour or something. Uh, but yeah, Gary Gray and James Pond and I, we made a a pretty we made a run in the tournament. I think we were it was unexpected, but I love three man ball or. I'm, I, we may have played some two-man also, but the three-man is the one I remember the most. I remember being on two two different two-man volleyball teams, one with Brad Highsmith my sophomore year. Um, the other, Kendall, was I think, just messing with me, basically put me in with Doug Padgett. 
who absolutely hated me. <laughs> <laughs> what year? What year was that then, Dave? Your sophomore year or junior? No, this that have been the second semester. That'd been of my sophomore, sophomore year. My yeah, so I, I, my sophomore year. So I think because I know I had Doug Padgett in my PE class too. So that obviously my friend. Yeah, I remember you guys trading stories. You were in that same class, I think. I remember. Yeah. You guys bouncing stories off of each other from time I know to there time. was one day, and maybe I don't remember this three-man vibe. I'm sure that's what it was. And we were playing volleyball, and Doug was – he was picking on somebody in class pretty hard. And, Probably me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I just know Tim Kerr, Tim Kerr came to whoever it was. He came to their defense and got in Doug's face, and, oh, it was – they were about ready to go down. You know, Tim was not a small fella. And uh, I just remember we were all, like, you know, quietly celebrating that, that someone stood up to him for us, so it felt pretty good. You know, the game that I remember I always loved playing, and I don't know what we called it. I feel like it's kind of like we called it barnyard basketball maybe. But you used a football, but you were trying to make it in the basket. And you could take like one or two steps with the ball before you had to pass it, and you had to like have a pivot foot and everything like that. I sort remember of remember. That? Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was so much I fun. That was a game that like it was kind of basketballish, but the the big ogres like John Phipps. I remember Travis Barker. Like it was basically like rugby or football out there. I mean, it was rough, and – but that was a fun game that we played, if you remember that one. I love that. I do oh, sort of remember that. I, I hadn't thought about that in forever. but. And then Coach Kendall doing wiffle ball tournaments. Yeah. Like, he kept stats. Best of oh, stats wiffle ball, yeah. I mean, that was so – with, with those big red bats? Yeah. That was we great. Batted, we batted in the, right by the coach's office. Yeah, yep, yep, you're right. And, and it was cool when you'd hit a homer up it. It felt like you were hitting it over into the yeah. – the, Top of Yankee Stadium. advantage for the left-handers, left, though, because yeah. that, that yeah, short portion of right field. Hey, it's the same way. Same <laughs> way as playing in Mount Carmel. Room. I think you could, you could put a kid up there. Yeah, it, that's right. Yeah. I think it had to hit the back wall by the window. Okay. Homer, though. So from, from, I know that was fun. I remember Adam Hankins was hitting bombs down the left field lineup in the upper deck. So I remember that. But that was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was funny with the wrestling match today. I know that was maybe oh. one year that. That was my junior. That was horrible. I never wrestled, yeah. uh, amateur wrestled before in my life, professional wrestling. We maybe, didn't do this. Oh, my God. Here, he put yeah. me and Holloway together. And you go, I'm like five at the time, probably five, six, and D's probably almost six foot. And I have never been so exhausted in my entire life than doing like a 30-minute oh. rest. Oh, my God. It was try terrible. Doing, try doing that for three months. Your freshman no. Year. Yeah, I wouldn't have yeah. done that. <laughs> that I, had that in, I had that in my notes also. I only have one memory from it. It was my junior year we did it. So, I don't, I don't remember doing it my senior year because uh, I know I went to Mr. Evans's class right after this. So, um, we – I remember wrestling Bucky Weiss. I get a lot of respect to wrestlers because I've wrestled Bucky. We yeah. must have only been on the mat two minutes, and it was awful. I mean, I was so tired. I went in the locker room and puked as soon as I was done. It was it's like the horrible. most tiring. It's one of the most tiring things I've ever done. I mean, it's it's exhausting. And then at the end of practice, you'd have to do a jillion set ups and push ups and whatnot, and you go home and just oh. yeah. But yeah, I'll I'll never forget Kendall. Which was surprising because, I don't know, he never really gave us any warning about it. He just, like, one day he's like, we're going to pull the wrestling mats out here. I was like, really? Now, <laughs> it, it seems to me like if we did do that, or no, it really wasn't P.E., but I remember Coach Drury one time talking about how he didn't want his wrestlers wrestling like a basketball player or somebody else because they didn't have any form, and he said that was a great way for uh, somebody that knows what they're doing to get hurt wrestling someone that doesn't yeah 
It may have been just a one-off where the wrestling mats were in there for a tournament on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, like, probably was because I, I I was on that mat one time in my yeah, whole high school. That, too. that Bucky that Bucky Weiss match was it for me. How many? Uh, Kendall, know. Kendall had a great time that day matching Kit. Oh, I'm sure he loved that. Um, I had me squaring off against Rick Fletcher. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I got Holloway. Holloway pinned I, me. I, I took him down. I took him down with my one and only. My one and only wrestling move was the headlock takedown into a pin. If I got you in that, you weren't getting that. You weren't getting away. But but if somehow you could like, you know, counter that, I'm done. I have nothing else. <laughs> well, uh, uh, no offense, Dave, but you probably should have had more moves than that. Yeah, <laughs> as a wrestler, uh, let's just say I did. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I, I'm not. Bra- I don't want to brag, but my wrestling. I am zero and five in my wrestling career, so. My official uh, wrestling career. I uh, one of my memories also is at least during my senior year. During, well, I wouldn't call it PE because I know we would go in the coach's office and uh, felt like every day before basketball practice and start. And we watched Saved by the Bell from two thirty to three. I think nearly about every day during the basketball season. So we probably should have been shooting free throws at that time. But yeah, we were, we were right. Saved by the Bell. <laughs> um. I, I don't know how much more we've got, but I did want to make sure that I brought this up. Um, let's just say between, I don't know, 1984 and 1994, how many miles did Twyla Thorne walk around that track? I knew you were going to say. I was oh, just yeah. thinking the same. On any, if a day was decent, the girls were out walking on the track. So she, what'd she have, Chip? Six hours of class? Probably yeah, six fifty yeah. minute, six fifty minute. Probably. One, one yeah. planning period and lunch. I'm sure everything else was P.E. And I'm thinking she, I mean, she walked at a pretty good clip. So she was doing probably a mile every, what, 13, 14 minutes. And she did yeah. did roughly, I don't know, let's say 240 minutes a day. Yeah. She's probably doing at least three miles a class. And they probably maybe at least two miles yeah, a class. So, sure. um, and, and I know we so were she was walking, give or take, 12 miles a day. Yeah. And we were talking she came up on a – I put that picture on the Facebook page of Susan Wright and her and Mrs. Thorne presenting her an award. And I know uh, – I think it was Mrs. Negley, Luann Negley mentioned – because some people were asking, well, where is, where is she now? And um, Mrs. Negley did mention that she saw – that she saw Twyla Thorne at Planet Fitness. So uh, she's still – Oh, good. Very, good. very much um, – the fitness is a top priority still. Good I know she was really big and instrumental in a lot of the, like the jump rope for heart and uh, doing uh, canned food drives. I remember oh, that yeah. kind of stuff going on. So I know Mrs. Thorne was always big on that. So it's always looking out for the community as well. Well, I'm sure we've missed some stuff. Um, and so feel free. You know, this is a, as much as a, a conversation starter than anything. Um, we can continue this on the Facebook page and feel free to chime in. We've, uh, We've got a lot of great shows coming up. We're going to dive into certain games, certain seasons. What else, Chip? Uh, players, coaches, um, you name it. We, we're probably going to talk about yep. it at some time. Yep. We'll have another school year episode coming up sometime. Those are always fun to record. So, yeah, we've got, we got a lot of shows left to do. When we get in I know the a lot same. of people keep asking, well, where do you have this? You ha- I can't believe I haven't had this person on the show yet. Well, we're going to be doing this for a long, long time, so yeah. everybody Asian will get their show Starlin eventually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've got got a lot of stuff. We, you know, as soon as we can get together, 
um, maybe tie it around. It looks like we're actually going to have football in Illinois now, so maybe tie it around a football game. But as soon as we can, we'd really um, like to get a lot of coaches and players together and do uh, Bill Evans part two. And but we want to do it at Gray's and and sit back there and and bring in maybe maybe Biff and and Gator and and all kind of people just to to talk about those years and and do it live. We want to do another music episode. So. Lots of stuff planned. Chip, you want to wrap us up on PE? Yeah, it was. This was a show I was looking forward to. I love these shows where we don't. Uh, they're a little more laid back. I love the shows where we're very. We have lots of planning to do. Those are fun to do also. But this was just kind of didn't have a lot of notes, and it was um, like we always say. These are the kind of conversations we have when we get together. So some of these stories the guys told, I've heard these before because these are the kind of conversations we have when we're together. Um, so yeah, a lot of fun doing this show. Gary, you want to wrap us up? Absolutely. I said, this is good memories to go back on and maybe some not so great memories with some of those stuff too, but you know, it's always fun to reminisce about these and it's, uh, you know, we could sit and do this all night. Yeah. David King, your thoughts. Yeah. Again, great memories and actually stirred some memories that I consider myself to have a great memory and stirred some memories I completely forgot about. Yeah, I didn't know Joel Weimer was so good at the pegboard. It just popped in my mind. Well, 37 <laughs> years later, how good he was on the pegboard. The Miss, the Miss Thorne being with Coach Ray at the Fifth Six Center. I, I completely forgot that. But uh, yeah. Well, and you know, we some things we discussed. Johnny Smith's swinging accident. Nearly flipped over the pole. Uh, David King versus Ricky Fletcher in one heck of a wrestling match. I guess I forgot to mention the... Uh, you mentioned the John, Johnny Smith swing incident. There was a John Phipps slide incident oh in Washington. That was a, that was a, I think it was a kindergarten, and the the big slide right out in front of the school. He got up and I don't. He was I was trying to be fancy and like slide down like the the railing, or the you know the yeah Joey Croslow style, like the hand <laughs> railing of the slide, and fell. He oh, fell from the top ugh. of the slide like bam. That's why they make rules cracked his head against the uh cracked the head against the concrete it was a whole it was a it was a bad deal but uh yeah uh, chip we talked about chinese slingshots chinese slingshots <laughs> the, the the paving of the north and south side of the playground at seed school the monumental victory when lytle finally beat mr gray gray the gray dynasty jeremy yeah. jackman great pegboard guy barrett great, price great, kicking great, a kickball great rope guy too joe price have walking on his hands. We didn't even mention the the the, the merry-go-round death trap. Oh my god! Did. That thing. I mean, that That's was right. my goodness. I and mean, those things were so scary, and you could get those going so fast. And I can't believe there weren't more injuries on those things. And maybe there were. I just forgot about it. But that was really those things were terrible. The last day of school. Big yep. baseball game. Dixon right. over Jamerson. Bobby Waller's first day of school as a PE teacher. Discuss yeah. that. Lots of things we discussed on this show, and if you missed any of Mike, it, rewind Mike, Mike it. Mike Gray's uh, flop, Cubs floppy hat, 1984. He's never going to miss Eastern that. Division <laughs> champions. I know for a fact he batted back and forth. Like Mike Kurt yeah, said one time, whoever's winning. You would, have, you would have had him at the high school. He would have had, been wearing up to the high school That's in the right. afternoon. We know the next year what he was wearing for sure. 85. Oh, definitely. Back to the car. Oh, yeah. He had his bumper sticker on the back of his truck. The heat is on. That's right. 
Well, listen, if you missed out on any of this fun of all the other episodes, you can always find them in the archives wherever you find your podcast. Don't forget, uh, you've got some sponsors that are really helping us out, and we truly appreciate it, getting new equipment so we can do things like live broadcast with seven different people on a microphone and things like that. We're putting it back into the podcast. So uh, let the folks at Gray's Restaurant, Andrew's Insurance, People's State Bank, and, of course, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, let them know that you heard about him here on the Old School Red Hill Podcast. This bad boy is produced, directed, and written by Mr. David King. Mr. Gary Emmons, Chip Jamerson, I am Brian Emmons, and don't forget, we are and always will be Red Hill. <laughs>